The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. You are listening to Absent Minded. Brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Absent Minded. Um, we're... Sitting here, it's Jared, Brooke, Brooke and me, uh, Patrick Bexel. We've just suffered through a game of hockey with uh, Asset and uh, where Jesper Kotkaniemi is playing right now and it's a lockdown of, of the NHL. Jared, welcome to the pod. It's been a while. Uh, to, to be clear, I didn't have to suffer through it like you did, so I, uh, well, I, I'm lucky in that regard. <laughs> uh, well, I turned it off. Even the cats ran away, you know, so it's 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 all that. But yeah, no, um, it's it's an interesting concept. It's a little bit of, of, of I know what we're going to call this part. It's going to be the Kotkaniemi conundrum. What are we going to do with Kotkaniemi? But, but first and foremost, uh, he's played seven games now. He has three assists. We were probably expecting a little bit more. He is on the second line of the of, the, uh, of asset uh, until now, or, or even even this week. The first line has worked quite well, so I can understand Adi Pekasidin when when he's getting uh, when he's getting numbers from his first line. You don't mess with it, and you don't know how long Kalkanima will stay because we actually don't know what was going going to happen with the NHL season. But really, you would have expected a bit more from Jesper, wouldn't you, Jared? Yes and no. I, I think we, we have to temper our expectations of, of what he's going to do here and what he's, what he's playing for. You know, he's not playing to really, you know, improve certain aspects of his game. He's really just playing to get in shape and, and skate a bit. I mean, he's play, he only played, uh, what, 10, 10 games uh, since, like, February? You know, but since the lockdown of the AHL season, uh, then you know the the break before the return to play, and now he's he's back playing again. You know, I think the important thing for him and, and even all the the players that the Canadians have loaned uh, in Europe is just to get them, you know, playing. And, and it's an easy opportunity for those who are already in Europe. You know, Leskinen, Ulinen, Kakinimi are already in Finland. It's not really. Uh, a big deal for them, and they could just uh, even Vedamo in in Sweden, and, and they just get to to play <laughs> right now when when everyone else is just waiting. Uh, and, and I think it's going to be beneficial to to them, especially the younger players uh, like Kutkaniemi, where he just gets to to play. And you know the the numbers don't really bother me, to be completely honest. Uh, so so looking over his stat line right now, it's seven games, it's uh, three assists, he's minus two, thirty four shots. Um, 117 face-offs, and he averages about 19 minutes a game. I'd say that's that's pretty good for for a 20-year-old. And yeah, and he's playing power play as well, which which helps as well. I mean, he's he's getting some reps on the power play when we know we know he's probably going to get you know at least second power play time in Montreal as well. So yeah, I, I you know it's. I, I don't I, I don't think that we should be even if he had you know 15 goals in three games I, I don't think it's something that we 
need to to look into. He only it's a league he's played in before. It's obviously a lower level than the NHL. Uh, I don't think that there's anything wrong with with me saying that. Uh, so yeah, I, I, the number you know, yeah, yes, we would you know ideally he would be tearing up the league, but I, that's not what he's doing it for. His job is to to basically get into game shape and not get hurt. <laughs> that's that's his 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 goals. I think right now, not, I don't think. You know, scoring, uh, you know, putting up points. Obviously, he wants to. I think every hockey player wants to do that, uh, especially when when things are not going as well for the team. But you know, he, he had eight shots. You know, not not in the last game, but but in the one before that, he he's getting opportunities, and I, I think that that's that's what the Canadians have him there for. You know, I I think that that's that's the main goal, and and you know, he's getting getting game time. Yeah, and we also saw like he's put up some fantastic passes uh, to teammates where he he has showed the the showcased his hockey IQ his vision for the yeah. game etc etc but they haven't really put it in and yesterday when he played in that game he got two assists from yeah. literally just nothing passing a puck back to the blue line where the defender did a good job and then hit a very good shot in in overtime for the game winner and and one was just you know standing on the blue line and tipping it forward to to the attacker Venstrom that scored an amazing goal, uh, turned the defender inside out and, and hit the net squarely. It was it was, it was a great goal, uh, but really Cut came in and didn't do anything and, and got two assists. So <laughs> so yeah, I mean like numbers are a little bit um, misused and, and misinformed as well sometimes. Uh, I think he looks quite well. He looks bigger and and he he's mm-hmm. trying to take control of the game when he, when he's on the ice. Um, sure, I, I wish he was better in the face-off circle. I think that's the number I'm looking at, where where I think I expected a bit more. Um, he's also taken a few stupid penalties, but I think it's partly down to the fact that the referees in Europe is trying to cut down on these uh, moves that that hinders attacking play. You know, the small hooks, the 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 little bit of of um, holding on to uh, the slashes on the gloves, etc., etc. Stuff yeah. that in NHL, they worked with it quite long and, and and it has had an impact. Here, they're back to it. And when you start feeling it slips, it doesn't go your way, your, your way you're going to be able to, to fall back into that little thing that I got away with this when I was junior and he hasn't played in Finland for two years. <laughs> uh, so, so I think it's part that... Um, I you can tell he's frustrated. I think the whole team is frustrated. Uh, I remember the first game I watched when when Kotkaniemi returned and they lost to Luko uh, with six one. Today they lost nine one, so it's going downhill obviously. But but um, <laughs> Ari Pekasalin was sent to the stands because uh, he, he insulted the ref with five minutes to go. And you know, like you, you could tell that not everyone is comfortable right now, and and they expected more and and it hampers the style that they are playing and the confidence that they're playing with. And, and if you play a game, any game without confidence, it's not going to help you at all. Yeah. And the thing to keep in mind too, is it's not like he's the goalie, right? You know, it's not like the, the losses are going to be blamed on him. He's not taking, obviously I think when he, you know, agreed to go there, he was expecting the team to probably do a little bit better, but I don't think this is going to knock his, his confidence down, you know, maybe in in a game to game scenario, but I don't think it's going to affect him when he comes back to Montreal for training camp. 
I, I think that, you know, having the puck on his stick as much as he has had it on and, you know, uh, just watching a, a little bit that, that I have, he, he, most of the time he's on the ice, he has the puck on his stick, whether it's on a power play, whether it's, you know, five on five, he he's getting, you know, with the puck. And I think that was a major problem with him when he was struggling last year in the NHL and why his move to the AHL helped him is because he got to play with the puck on his stick he got to get into the rhythm, and that's what he's doing now in, in in um, in Finland, and I think that that's good for him. You know, he's playing around twenty minutes every game, so that's that's what he's going down there for is is just to get into game shape. And you know, the last the the the, the closest thing we have to compare it to was you know the, the lockout in in 2012-2013 when you know Brendan Gallagher and Alex Galchenyuk were both playing Galchenyuk in, in the OHL and Gallagher in the AHL and both made the team on a training camp and, and really never got sent down afterwards. Uh, so I think that, you know, in a situation like this, players that are coming to training camp and we don't know exactly what the delay is. Obviously there's going to be, ha- you know, they're going to have to quarantine to Montreal mo- most likely all the players coming from Europe and even the U S. So, Either way, you're probably looking at two weeks off uh, before they get into practice anyway. But I do think that having this game experience is going to help these players, uh, especially when most of the players are not going to have that. And, you know, you can skate around and and do whatever you want. But if you're not playing in a game, it's, it's completely different for the players who are going to come over playing in games. And, and they are the minority. So it's not like it's going to make a huge difference uh, for the guys who aren't playing. But when you're comparing Kutkiniemi to even a guy like, say, Nick Suzuki or, or Jesse Ullinen compared to a guy like Alex Belzil or Jake Evans, I think that that's what's going to make those small little differences when you get should the training I camp. Stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine. I mean, like, obviously everyone is looking at the numbers. Everyone is thinking this. Everyone's thinking that. Um, should he stay? Should he go? As long as he doesn't get hurt, I think he, can, he should stay. I, I think that that's the, the reason he's there. Um, you know, I don't, like I said before, I don't really worry about the numbers. I, I just worry about him getting hurt, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that the benefits of him playing is better than the, you know, the benefit of his not, him not playing. I don't think it's going, no matter what happens, even if the team loses every game for the remainder of their season, which hopefully won't happen, but who knows? I, I don't think it's going to affect his confidence when he gets to Montreal. I think his his playing there is 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 beneficial to him. But I wouldn't. I don't think it's the end of the world if they do say, "Listen, you know, just rest a little bit," you know. But at the same time, I I, don't, I have no problem with him staying there. It's also. I mean, we we have to realize that exactly what you said. You know, he's coming over. There's going to be two weeks of downtown, or or however they they enforce it. But also right now in Canada, I guess the uh, skating rinks are, are closed, um, partly in the U.S. as well, I, I would presume. So you can really go back to Montreal, start your, your on-ice training. He's getting some on-ice training, and that, that is fantastic. On top of that, you have to remember that they were like six months off this year already. Yeah. So, so getting into the game shape, sorting out minor details. He's work, probably working with the with a skills coach to, to adjust certain things. We know he's worked on his skating a lot and, and he's probably continuing doing that. The big eyes should help him 
sort that out a little bit as well because there's more ice to skate on obviously but but i think it's beneficial for him i know looking at my twitter feed uh, i can tell you <laughs> at least of the vocal ones 99 percent thinks it's a bad idea so so that's part of why we're recording this pod obviously but but yeah i think it i think it has you know stuff to or, or he there's room for improvement for him if he doesn't play games he's not going to improve you can't you cannot just practice all the time and who should he practice <laughs> with when he when he's in finland because there there's distances there as well and not everyone is going to be able to to get into the hockey arena because there are other teams practicing etc etc so so not and not every team is is as nice as Frelunda might be, who always lets their <laughs> their NHL players uh, come back and, and practice there. And obviously there are quite a few of NHL players in from Frelunda. So so there's always like a group of ten practicing during summer, and I presume there is right now as well because I'm not allowed to get in there to to talk to them. <laughs> uh, uh, but but yeah, I can see this. I see it as positive. I think it is positive and. <laughs> If he can't handle a couple of losses with a team in a league that he doesn't really care about, in 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 some ways for his professional career, he it's it's not that much of a big deal. If he can't handle that, then he probably shouldn't be a professional ice hockey player anyway. Well, especially not in Montreal. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I agree. And you know, you mentioned before. I mean, he's he from March sixth to when he started in in Finland in in October, he played ten games. That's it. So that you're talking about seven months of of real time with ten games played, <laughs> and those ten were, you know, the, the four against Pittsburgh and the six against Philadelphia, uh, and even then, one of those he um, obviously didn't play. Um, sorry, even three against Pittsburgh. Uh, I forgot it was a best of. No, wait, no, it was it was best of five, right? Yeah, it's yeah. so long ago. I don't remember. Yeah, so. <laughs> Four against Pittsburgh, six against Philadelphia, and one of those six, obviously, he was um, got a game misconduct in the first period. So, you know, it's it's he needs to play. We, we were talking not even when the season shut down in in March. We were talking about how important this off season was to Jesperi Kotkaniemi, right? We, we didn't know what he was going to come back uh, in August. We didn't we didn't know he was going to take that next step, but that. that He'd made those steps to his game. He he improved certain aspects, and now he's just working on refining those. And I think that, you know, he needs to he needs to play. Uh, that's that's the that's the key. You know, it'd be a little, like I said before, it'd be a little bit different if he was the goalie and he was letting in nine ten goals a game because the team in front of him was not very good. That's not the case. I don't think forwards uh, take you know goals against as hard as um, you know as hard as goals, especially like you mentioned. It's not. Like his career lives and dies with every game here. Obviously, he'd rather win than lose, but you know, it's he needs to get skating. He needs to play in game situations. He needs to touch the puck, and he's doing all of that. Like I said, the only downside to anything here is if he gets hurt, and it affects in camp when he comes back to Montreal. So, no, I, I have no issue. You know, even if he doesn't get an, a goal from now until the time that the, he he comes for NHL training camp, whenever that is, whether it's December or uh, January or where, whenever, it, it really, the, I don't think that there's any issue. And you know, yes, people are be like, oh, what? It's a waste. You know, what is he doing there? there? He's he's 20 years old. There's a lot of things for his game to work on, uh, and and you know, he needs to play. That that's that's the key here. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that 
if the Canadians weren't concerned with him playing hockey, they wouldn't have sent him to Laval. So I think that this goes with the development cycle that they're working on with him, uh, and and hoping that you know he bounces back and you know he's uh, he's he's also recovering from an injury. Obviously, he played in the playoffs uh, and a return to play and things like that. So you know we know that he's healthy on that regard. But you know the more the more you play, the more confident you get in your body that it's going to hold up. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't. I, I think the downsides are very, very minimal, unless obviously he gets like a serious injury, and hopefully he doesn't. Uh, as I'm knocking on wood, but you know, I, I think that it the, there's a lot of good to come from this. Uh, even if he doesn't put up points, just working on little things in his game when the pressure is not there. Also, in regards to to the season, whenever it starts, it might be a shortened season. The first couple of games will be really, really important to have players coming in in some sort of match shape. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, was it two games only during training camp that you can play, etc., uh, etc. Et At least that's the rumors. So you know, having players playing in Europe, coming over, uh, being ready to play, it, it can mean dividends. It can be those two points that you need in order to get into the playoffs rather than missing out on the playoffs and. We all know that, and we expect Montreal to be in the playoffs this year. But any little thing, any little percentage that you can work on and, and benefit from, it's going to help the team. Speaking about that, there are two other players that are, that are on loan, or three with Oslaskin, but but two other players that are putting up some some interesting numbers. Uh, Lucas Vedemo is obviously in a little bit lower league than 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 Jesperi and and Jesse Ullonen, mm-hmm. but but he's playing with very good players, and and he's. He's one of the top scorers on his team right now. It's a it's a very nice development. It must be good for his confidence to put up those numbers. He's getting put power play time. He's running one of the power plays, the, the second power play unit, I think it is, with Bouchard and, and Fogamo on, on on as shooters. So so he has plenty of opportunities to get those pucks in. Uh, but yeah, it's it, he, he's doing quite well, um, albeit in in a little bit of a lower league. Uh, but then obviously yes, Ilonen has struggled a little bit. Pelican struggled a little bit, uh, but but now he seems to have really taken heart. He's he's worked very hard. He's always been that player that works hard. And uh, with the addition of Ryan Lash, who is an excellent playmaker, uh, Pelicans has uh, really shaped up, and and they're they're on a really good roll right now. Uh, Ilonen is is doing some work. I there there is a clip on my Twitter line today that we're 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 having a little bit of a discussion because it's a great play from from Ilonen. He he comes in crosses the the home plate area, delivers a good pass for a defender, uh, and you can say oh he's playing to the defender, so the defender should be able to shoot. But sometimes it also showcases the area where Ilonen needs to improve because he doesn't drive towards the net, which is something that he needs to learn and do in in. In uh, uh, AHL or NHL, and you, Jared, put it up there yesterday after a <laughs> massive shot <laughs> from from Yesilin, and that he is a dark horse. Would you care to elaborate on that? Well, I, I just think I I really like the benefit of players who are playing right now, and you know, Vedemo is even a good example as well, and even Leskinen. When these guys come to training camp, and yes, there's going to be some sort of delay between you know the time that they have to stop playing and the time that training camp starts, and who knows how long training camp is going to be. All these things are obviously variables that we don't know at this point. But I just believe that if you're looking at a guy like Ullinen against a guy like 
you know, Alex Belzil or, you know, guys who are fighting for Jake Evans and guys who are fighting for those last spots on the team. And who knows, maybe there's even going to be an expanded roster because of the shortened season, because the AHL might start later. Who, th- there's lots of variables here. But I just think that a guy like Ullinen, who really we haven't really seen in, in terms of a Montreal perspective, he was going to play in Laval, then this, he got hurt, then the season ended. And, and there's been all these uh, things put in place where we haven't seen him. But the, the confidence that he's gaining, I think, is going to help him. And... Even if he doesn't make the team, and I'm not correct in in my prediction, I, I still think he's going to be a top line player in Laval and and be uh, a call up later in the year. I I think that Lillen is going to play his first NHL game this year, and I don't think that that's that that hot of a take. It might be, uh, and like I said, there's lots of variables that are in play that I'm banking on proving me right. But I I just think that you know especially if there's an expanded roster, you're going to want these guys who are playing right now to to kind of ease the other guys into it. And, you know, if you have a back-to-back or, or three games in four nights to start your season, uh, who knows how many preseason games are going to be if there's only, you know, one or two games like you mentioned. Uh, you're going to want guys who have played hockey on your team. And, and I think that that's the advantage for these guys because, you know, if you were to make your, your opening day roster, they, except for Cut Kinyemi, obviously, uh, a lot of them wouldn't be on there. But but this allows for them to, you know, maybe have a chance to to get a couple of games on early in the season. You know, who knows? There's going to be injuries um, at, at training camp or guys who are not necessarily in in ready to go. And who knows? There, there's lots of things that can happen. But yeah, I I think I'm a huge proponent of these players playing, and and you know I'm I'm a huge fan of Leskinen and Vedamo and and Ullinen anyway. But I, I think that this this gives them a chance to uh, to cut, hit the ground running and and you know like I mentioned before the, the examples of Gallagher and Galchenyuk in their rookie seasons um, you saw the difference between them coming into camp and the guys who weren't playing and, and, also, and I, you, obviously it's a different situation but I think that the there, there's something you can take from that and also you need to figure out that you know like these guys will bring some intensity to the training camp. Mm-hmm. They know yeah. the they, they know the level that is expected, or, or at least you need to get at least to this level because they are playing in inferior leagues right now. But but they, they know that this is the level that you need to have in order to succeed at this level. If you're not there, you know, we're going to lose the first couple of games and that might set us back for the playoffs. And some that, that let's be honest, if, if, if Montreal doesn't make the playoffs this year, there's going to be a lot of talk about what has happened because the offseason has been really, really good. And yeah. That's something we're looking forward to, to to play coming back. Right now, focus is obviously on on uh, Europe for, for the time being, but NCAA has also started and we got um, Cole Caulfield got his first assist last night. You you w- Did you catch that? Because I didn't, because I was asleep. I, I, saw, I, I didn't catch the game, obviously. It's it's not uh, the easiest thing to do um, legally in Canada, <laughs> so um, I didn't try too hard. So, um, but no, I mean, it, it's it's good to get these guys playing, and, and and you know they know that this is their chance to make the team, right? Like they know that they're going to have a leg up. They know that they're going to have to play hard to get into training camp, and, and you know you have guys like Leskinen and Vedemo who who weren't even on the return to play roster. So you know they're they're gonna want to 
maybe send a message early on. And, and obviously, Ullinen, uh wants is, is going to be in his first NHL training camp. And, and I think that there's 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 a lot of benefits to to their games. And you know, you mentioned the importance of getting a strong start. The good thing for the Canadians is their their base, their their main roster, basically just did this right. They had to come into training camp, do play one game, and then have a playoff a play in series against the Pittsburgh Penguins, which they won. So it's not completely foreign territory for the the us on the team. And I'm not saying that. You know, because Kotkaniemi and Ullinen are playing, that they're going to be, you know, replacing guys like uh, Suzuki and and Dano and and Gallagher. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it might give them a little bit more of an advantage against players, you know, that they're they're going to battle with for ice time. So, but yeah, I think that it's it's going to be interesting, and and there's so many unknowns that we don't have, but. Yeah, I, I'm not worrying too much about points and goals. And obviously, it's nice to see Ullinen performing. It's nice to see Vedemo performing. Leskinen is playing well as well. So it's it's good news. Uh, and obviously, we're, we're looking for any hockey news at this point. But it, I think that the positives outweigh the negatives. And not even talking about you know goals, assists, and, and points. Indeed. And that's where we're going to leave you off. Uh, we hope that... Uh... Everyone is, is staying safe, obviously, but we also hope that these guys that we mentioned are, are getting into proper shape. So when hockey starts for, for the Montreal Canadiens, they will be there and hopefully push for a roster spot. But on the other end, if they're not, they're pushing their teammates to take that roster spot from them and increasing the chances for, for a very good year for Montreal this year. Jared, thank you for taking the time. Guys, thank you for listening and obviously girls as well. Uh, Everyone that listens, keep leaving us feedback. We will read it. We will talk about it. We got a couple of feedback saying we weren't doing enough podcasts. So we're trying to keep that going. Um, Jared on one end, me on the other. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, stay safe.